All aboard. It's that time again for another stop along the State House Express. You know, it's hard to believe that we're entering the fourth week of the 2023 legislative session. Education committees will meet for the third time this Wednesday, and to date, 20 education bills will have been heard in the first three weeks of committee hearings. Last week, Senate Ed passed four bills out of committee. Senate Bill 35 deals with financial literacy. Senate Bill 380 deals with the Department of Education contracts with testing vendors, so it's not really something that we have to get involved with. Now, Senate Bill 305 is the ESA bill, and I'll talk more about that here in a second. Senate Bill 342 deals with criminal restrictions on teacher hiring. The ESA bill was amended away from a full universal bill by adding back financial eligibility that parallels the Choice Scholarship Program and requiring that at least 50% of the funding continues to be used and focused on students with special needs. Senate Bill 305 now heads to the Appropriations Committee where it could face some challenges. Senate Ed also heard testimony on four new bills. Senate Bill 340 involves funding for Dolly Parton's Imagination Libraries. Senate Bill 380 deals with graduation waivers. And Senate Bill 486 deals with, among other things, reducing some of the required teacher training. These bills will be amended and voted on this week in committee. On the House Ed side, three bills were heard last week. How and if they apply to non-public schools is still being sorted out. House Bill 1558 is a science of reading bill. There are a number of bills this session dealing with the science of reading. It's being precipitated in part by the data that shows only one in five Indiana students are currently passing iRead. This has a lot of folks concerned, and justifiably so. House Bill 1558 also looks at the alignment of iRead and the science of reading research. It also establishes a science of reading grant fund, but currently non-public schools are not eligible to participate. We're currently looking into that to see if it can be changed, but we're also monitoring any potential strings that may be attached to participation. A major focus of the grant is placing literacy coaches in schools. House Bill 1358 deals with a digital literacy pilot program, and again, currently non-public schools are not a part of that bill either. And finally, House Bill 1590 was also heard. It's a various education matters bill, which means it's kind of a kitchen sink bill where there are lots of different things in that bill to be addressed. One small part of the bill eliminates the requirement for a lottery in the Choice Scholarship Program. It also has a focus on reading and STEM curricular resources. It requires the DOE to publish a list of high quality curricula or resources for schools to use. This bill also redefines a few state technology grant programs and includes provisions that state accredited schools can participate. And finally, House Bill 1590 focuses on schools with low iRead performance. Schools with less than a 70% pass rate on iRead would face certain requirements, including the curriculum being used, 
in the employment of literacy coaches. Currently, non-public schools are not included in that part of the bill, but there was some talk during committee of adding, again, state accredited schools. All three of these bills passed out of committee unanimously, but could be further amended during their second readings on the House floor. And things aren't slowing down this week. The House Education Committee will hear bills dealing with robotics programs, House Bill 1382, transition to teaching programs, House Bill 1528, and teacher education programs, House Bill 1637, and a bill on school safety funding, House Bill 1492. The Senate Education Committee will be hearing another four bills as well, but really only one has some relevance to non-public schools. It's another bill focused on the science of reading, Senate Bill 402. Although it doesn't specifically reference non-public schools, it does address teacher preparation programs and licensing as it relates to reading. Please remember, you can review any of these bills in their entirety on the General Assembly website. You can also watch committee hearings through live streaming accessible on that website as well. We still have 12 more weeks to go in the 2023 legislative session, so there will be lots more bills coming our way, and some may have a much more direct impact on our schools. Hopefully positive, but it could be negative as well. That's why we need to make sure we have our school communities ready to engage. Now, you've heard this before. I'm sorry, but you're going to hear it one more time. It is so important that everybody owns this responsibility. So what do you need to do? Appoint a legislative liaison. Set two public policy goals. Show our board advocacy video to your boards and commissions and other stakeholder groups. And then be ready to engage when alerts are sent out. As I've said before, this has the potential to be another historic session for school choice. But it will take all of us to get it to the finish line. Before I go, as Andrea has shared in her emails and social media posts, we're in the midst of weeks of celebration. Last week was School Choice Week and National Lutheran Education Week, and this week is National Catholic Schools Week. Indiana is blessed with a rich variety of high-quality non-public schools, so we really do have lots and lots of reasons to celebrate. Thanks to all of you. Well, that's it for this episode of the State House Express. We hope to see you back here next week on board.